Hello, and welcome to Unpredictable, a goal-setting, goal-getting podcast. Our mission in life is to live authentically and a little bit unpredictably. We work together through the struggles of real life as a team, and today our music is from Purple Planet. Thank you, Purple Planet. Hello, I'm Judy Ring. I'm a writer, a podcaster, a poor golfer. Professionally, I'm an account manager, and personally, I'm a mom and grandma, a volunteer, and a sports enthusiast. And I live in Minneapolis with my husband, Mark. And last night I saw CJ Ham from the Minnesota Vikings sitting right behind me. It's cool. <laughs> um, how am I supposed to follow that? I'm Sarah. I'm a mom, a runner, a PhD student, and a good life enthusiast. And I'm in Salt Lake City, Utah with my family. Hi, I'm Katie LeBrun. I'm a girl mom, a farm wife, and I work in egg sales in eastern South Dakota. I can't think of anybody really extra cool I've seen lately. <laughs> it's all right. You you guys are busy with your families. It's all right. It's all good. <laughs> well, as some, living in Minneapolis, it is fun once in a while. You do run into local celebrities, we'll call them, or some sports fans. And one night we were out for dinner and we ran into some of uh, one of the Minnesota soccer people and one of the Minnesota Timberwolves. And the reason I knew who they were was I looked at their shoes, and I looked the shoes up, and the shoes that guy had on were $795 shoes. So I knew he wasn't just some random Joe guy. So there you go. That's that's what happens. So, so here we are. We haven't been here for a long time, you guys. Yeah, it's been a long time. How's everyone? How are the goals? Um, I reworked my goals. How about yours? Yeah, I I survived the semester and then realized, okay, it's halfway through the year and I really need to sit down and get uh, back on track a little bit. So I kind of did the same this month, but I, I wrote them out and then I've actually updated them already because I didn't like a lot of them. <laughs> How about you, Katie? I probably need to sit down and do that. I feel like I haven't been super focused lately. And maybe that's, I mean, there's a few kind of chaos things going on in my life. So maybe that's just um, nothing in particular, I guess, but things that have distracted me, I guess I'll say. And and maybe once all that's kind of over, I'll, I'll feel like I'm back on track. But just today I was thinking, oh, I just kind of need to find some sort of focus or and and on the flip side of that we've just been enjoying summer and not doing much but hanging outside so i'm maybe that's part of it too but i probably need to sit down and go through them a little bit so i i was thinking about that as well that maybe right now i haven't been as focused which is odd because my word of the of the year is focus and but maybe that's i as I, i was out running this morning and i was thinking you know what this is just okay for right now for right now, it's it's feeling like we're starting to slip back into a bit of a more normal life, and mm-hmm. I think that feels good, and it's it's kind of nice to not have the pressure of all the things. So I I went back through my 2021 goals, and the it was 21% better, more joy, more focus was my plan for this year. And when I went through those 21 goals that I set, I thought... You know, these, some of these just don't make sense for me anymore. They don't. They, you know what? I worked on some of them. I did some of them. They're they're just fine. I want to be a little more, um, maybe fo- maybe focused for the year and and find the things that really are bringing me more joy. And I came up with eleven new goals, or, or eleven mm-hmm. goals that I'm going to 
to work on through the year. So what did you change or what did you, what stayed the same and what changed for you? One, uh, one of my top goals was to finish in the top 10 in my age group in a triathlon, in the triathlon that I've been signed up for for two years now, and it's been canceled for two years. And I, I decided that I needed to find a place to swim. I need to, you know, now I'd have to pick a different triathlon. And I just felt like that was more work than I wanted to be involved in. So let's shift that focus and then work on maybe it, it's been so hot. And I do not, I like the hot, it's not a, I'm not complaining, but it's been very warm. And so instead, how about if I just go back to heart rate training and go back to the training that works for me? And I've kind of been enjoying running by time and by heart rate and not feeling the pressure to keep working, pushing myself through. And and heart rate training in the heat is very hard because it's hard to keep your heart rate down when it's humid and so that was one of the things I just threw that baby right out and changed it to do the 10 miler and make that more fun. Um, I, I just, instead of being more focused on 30 minutes per week of meditation, which I've been trying to do, and I probably have done most weeks, how about just meditation weekly and not have it be such a strict goal? So the goals that I pulled out and put back in are just not as specific The goals are still there. And some of the goals of the 21 I've actually accomplished already. Um, And the the other things I just want on my to-do list instead of having them be goals. That is something that, and probably partially just of this phase that I'm like with small children or just maybe how I function in general, I like to try to be really time-specific with, I'm going to do this, 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 and this this week, and I can't because... Then it feels like a failure, and it's not. So I've on day eight or nine in a row of exercise, which has been probably a long time since I've been that consistent. And I've had some really big workouts in with that, but some nights were 15-minute walk, and it got me out the door, and one time might have even been in flip-flops. <laughs> but I have to – I maybe it's a little bit too much Enneagram 3 in me, but I have to scale back how specific I am on those goals because it's just not always realistic. So I'm proud of you. I, well, I'm sure I'm an Enneagram 3 as well. And I think that is fantastic that you did that, that you were able to say, hey, this is a win. Flip-flop, walk 15 minutes, check the box. I like it. I think that's interesting, too, to know that you're, your um, word is focus and you want to have more joy and you were able to recognize that maybe the time piece didn't bring you the joy or, you know, like it's a good thing to try and sure, if you can get in the 30, that's amazing. But then also being more open to the fluidity of the week and kind of saying, I'm not doing this for time. I'm doing this for me when I need it and being able to recognize, oh, I need to meditate right now. So I'm going to do it for however long I feel. And so and the fluidity of the goals that mid year, they're not working, change them. Right. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know about you, but for me, that is a stress relief because I get a little too focused sometimes on what the goals mm-hmm. are and forget to enjoy life. And the other thing that I've noticed that is happening is I've written down some of these same goals year after year after year. And now they're just becoming what I do. 
and they don't need to be on a piece of paper. As a matter of fact, number six was, was clothing in, clothing out. Well, that means if I buy anything new, whether it's clothes or shoes or whatever it is, something has to leave. And that is just, that doesn't need to be a goal for me anymore. That's just what I do. I'm getting very good at putting a piece of clothing on and thinking, oh, I don't even like this. Why would I, why would I want this? I'm, and think, I used to put it back in the closet and think, oh, I'll wear that someday. That, no, I'm not going to wear it because I don't like it now and I'm not going to like it then. It's just got to mm-hmm. go. So that's getting easier for me. Talk a little it's a good bit. example. Yeah, yeah, that that is that's one that I really and I also always have twenty one minutes a week uh, on finances. I just automatically do that now. That's become that's been on my list for three years, and now every week I spend time on my little spreadsheet to make sure that I'm staying up to speed. I shouldn't say I do it every week. Some weeks I fail. Sometimes I I miss it, but for the most part, that gets done. Hmm. So talk to me a little how's, bit about your, your goals. Or what, what were you going to ask, Sarah? Yeah, I was going to see how Katie's training's going or what you're, what's on your horizon. I don't know what to do. So I, you know, like the one that Judy goes to in Minneapolis, too, just because it's an all ages, all shapes, all inclusion triathlon. All women. Yeah, all women. And not that it matters, but the ones that are around here are people that are like, legit iron man triathlon people so i it's kind of on my radar still there's one at the end of the month and i i mean that's two weeks away and it's just not gonna happen our noon weekends are busy and i'm i pretty well have crossed that one out there's still one the second weekend of july that is close enough that i could get to the swim is along the shore which i actually feel decent about how my swimming's been going but if you panic in open water swimming, you can literally just stand up. So that's kind of a little bit of a low pressure deal. Um, and I'm sure there's people at all of these triathlons that are show up for one triathlon type of a deal, but I'm a little intimidated by it. So I'm not really sure where I'm at. I, I did write in the next five weeks of training, kind of even if it's a, this is what I'm going to kind of shoot for this week to get me going. I don't know what to do. I, on one hand, I should either commit or forget it. Probably I kind of want to do it. I kind of don't care that much. So, (laughs) so then is it becoming, so it's becoming less important for you. Would you agree? I would say so. Absolutely. Yep. You know, like yesterday, the girls and I had a really good fun, almost three and a half mile run, which is a lot for me. I don't get that big of runs in hardly ever. So I think I'd be happy just do it. We've got some local 5Ks coming up in the community celebrations. I could be very content with that for the summer. I like the challenge of a triathlon, but maybe I'm just not there right now. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, there, there might be a reason there's pretty well no other 30 to 40-year-old women doing triathlons <laughs> because it's, there's just a, I don't know. I, I I might make it. I I haven't decided, and I might just be okay with finishing it, and I should be okay with that. But right. it just feels a lot more pressure when there's only thirty or forty people doing it versus what, a thousand. How many people, yeah, a thousand. Yeah, I, I I like the removal of the pressure from that standpoint. But so I like the idea of doing those local five Ks because those people need you. You know, a lot of right. times they're a local organization and they're doing it 
to promote fitness or for a charity or whatever it is, um, that I think that's a a good little bandwagon to jump on. I probably and I I could do those either way, so I should just do that. But right now I'm just enjoying being consistent, and I guess we'll see where it gets me. How's that? Perfect. Mm-hmm. And I think adding, you know, doing a five or training for a running race, but still swimming and biking is really a great thing to do too. And I I understand I've never done a triathlon, so I can't imagine that pressure, but I also am hopeful that people in a community like a triathlon community, similar to running would be open arms, like cheering anybody on happy to see anybody there. And so I also don't want you to not do it because of that that part of it, and yet pressure is tough, too. So. You're 100% right, too. That is how it would be. So, yeah, it's tough call sometimes with those, but... How about you, Sarah? <clears throat> well, I honestly think I'm coming... I need to learn how to come out of a some serious burnout, <laughs> so... Um, yeah, it was kind of just a crazy semester year. Then we did some traveling, which was nice. And we're back in Utah now and kind of trying to get back in the groove. And, um, I just am realizing how burnt out I was feeling and, and I haven't felt that way probably ever, or it's been a long time. (laughs) So, um, just kind of recognizing how bad it was <laughs> the first step and then um but I'm hopeful June I I sat down and I like you know I signed up for the Boston virtual marathon in October and I'm really excited it's been a really long time since I've ran a marathon and I know it's going to be a challenge and I also know that I don't have that pressure of being around people like Katie was talking about so <laughs> I'm feeling hopeful that I can do this thing on my own and whether it happens or not, I'll, I'll be grateful for just having a goal. And, um, so my, my training started this last week actually, and I sat down and wrote out my plan and I was feeling, starting to feel really intimidated because I probably peaked in my running in April or end of March, beginning of April with the love the run you're with. And then I had a lot of stressful things and wasn't consistent enough. So I, I had my mileage up to 14 miles on for a long run. And then it kind of was like, I could barely get my runs in during the week. Um, so I was feeling discouraged starting a marathon plan because your first long run is like eight miles. And i So I redid the beginning and I said, no, I'm doing this however, wherever I'm at, however I feel. I'm walking, running, I'm doing whatever workouts I want to do that just get me out the door. And um, it's going to be hot this this summer. It's already really hot out. And so I'm predicting there's going to be a lot of fires already, um, which are hard to run in. And, And so anyway, I've been really thinking about how do I make this enjoyable and remember that the training is the process that is like, we do, we do this for the race, but the training is what it's all about getting out there and really being with yourself and dealing with all the things for weeks upon weeks. Um, so my first week went well, I've been consistent And most of my goals are around like 
making sure I do the live yoga on Fridays, trying to get two times a week of strength in, thinking about meal planning, um, getting some trail runs in, just really trying to get out and just get back in a routine of rejuvenation if possible and self-care. Um, other than that, it's back to the date nights and um, family hikes and adventures and things like that. So nothing too crazy for the month, but I also found myself at the beginning of the month writing down things like take more walks, and I was like, that's not a goal. <laughs> that's what Why? I should do. <laughs> I'm like, why did I write that down? Um, or I had a goal that said no missed workout days. And that's just not realistic. So I crossed that one off. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like that one. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. I'm I'm kind of in that place of just trying to focus on something I like to do that takes care of me, but also add in family time and things like that to, I don't know, have more quality time. <laughs> I am thinking about enjoying things more maybe i'm i'm mm. thinking a lot about my our eating habits when it gets hot i don't have do you guys find yourself not eating quite as healthy or i don't know skipping meals and then eating the wrong things like an entire bag of red licorice uh i like I a big bag easy because i don't want to cook so i'm like we're grilling something and i'm putting a bag of vegetables in the microwave that's oh, what we're eating perfect I um, crave margaritas and chips and salsa a lot when it's hot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so. I I get really uh, I I want to skip meals and then mm. uh, last night, as I said, I went to the Lynx game, which they won. They're playing a little better now, and it's really fun. And I usually go with someone. I went by myself. I went with some friends, but we weren't sitting together last night, and I was sitting in my own area and usually whoever goes with me I buy a bag of nibs and then I share them with whoever's with me and because I love nibs it's my candy of choice and I the game was intense and you know CJ Ham was right behind me and I bought a bag of nibs and I ate the entire bag it's six servings by the way 110 calories per serving do the math and then I woke up at 1 30 in the morning sicker than a dog I'll never eat red licorice again <laughs> Oh, no. It was so horrible. So I, I've i decided I need to focus a little bit more on my cooking. You know, mm -hmm. do do a little. And maybe I like your idea, Katie. That's kind of an inspiration to just say, throw some meat on the grill, do a bag of veggies. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I crave, uh, like, deli sandwiches and salads when it's hot out, too. Or if, I, if I'm exercising, then I crave the good stuff, but... If I don't, then I definitely crave the bad stuff. So as we come out of the pandemic, because we are slowly, surely, sadly, 40-year-olds are dying in Minnesota. I mean, our deaths are way down. Our cases are way down. But the people that are dying are unvaccinated people that are in their 40s and 50s, sadly, and still a few older people, but not nearly as many. But as we come out, have you changed any habits are you doing anything different or are there some things that you have kept doing that you did during the pandemic, maybe ordering groceries or, um, more family time? Uh, what, what's ha What's different for you? Katie, you want to jump in first? I don't know that I can, 
specifically think of anything except for, you know, Sarah, when you talk about trying to fill your cup and again, it's just sometimes hard with small kids. I, you know, Seth and I were trying to come up with something that we could go to (laughs) together because we're really, really, really bad at date nights. And, um, and I got, I was like, well, what did we do before we had kids? Well, we used to hang out with friends all the time, but that kind of went away in the last year. So that's something that I think going forward, I want us to be intentional about because a lot of our friends have young kids. We can just get together and let the kids play and it's still, you know, quality time. But I, I would say that's something that has probably changed the most. And I'm looking forward to reinstating some different habits on that. Mm-hmm. How about you guys? I've been thinking a lot about, um, like I mentioned, feeling this a lot of burnout towards the end of the semester. And it's just making me, I kind of have this battle with time constantly where, you know, I'm out doing this goal. I'm proud of myself for being out here. And it's also really hard to be a woman in your 30s and think about your family and your career and and for me being in school and thinking, you know, do I want to expand my family and when, when would be a time to do that? And how can I possibly, I don't know, just how can I have my family be in a good place while I'm also trying to have this career? And I'm sure many people struggle with this, but I just battle with time a lot and I get worried about pushing, putting my head down and pushing through and just getting things done with. And then at the same time saying, no, my family and my time is more important than these things can be on hold if they need to be on hold. If I, if that's what it takes for my family to be where we need to be. And, um, and just living away from people, you feel this pressure of like, I got to get this done with so we can be back by all the people or, but this is also a special adventure time and just kind of this like back and forth of struggle with time. And finally this month I'm like, you know, I'm researching mindfulness stuff right now for school. And I'm like, man, you need some mindfulness. You need to like get back into that place of being able to just hold things and not get so worried about time and things that are out of your control or, you know, just enjoy what you have in the present and, and be okay with where you're at right now. And it's tough to be, you know, I just bounce back and forth between my, you just feel like you're living two lives kind of. And so anyway, that's kind of a deep thing to say, but I'm going to try to focus more on just like getting back into that mindfulness and thinking about being present and enjoying all the small things instead of taking things for granted and wishing things away or anything like that. And part of it, I think, is starting with just training and focusing on having that time for myself to process things, maybe. I don't know. (laughs) So that's a really interesting position. One, I think part of the problem is as women, no matter where you are, are you, can you be okay with where you're at right now? And are, are, are you able to allow yourself to say, oh, no, this is good. This is good where I'm at right here. And mm-hmm. so I think you're doing the right thing, Sarah. And I think the fact that you recognize, do you think it's because we want to do all the things? We want to do all the things. We want to be the mom. We want to be the career woman. We want to be the, we want to be the best of the best. And we want to get the Boston Marathon run in. 
Mm-hmm. And then throw in that our world is so immediate. I mean, so fast and we need, we're used to having everything right away. And it's, it's hard mm-hmm. to be in different phases when, and just not knowing you want a plan and you don't have a plan. <laughs> right. I, right. I understand but you, completely. <laughs> but you do have a plan. You have a great plan. You're yeah, going to get your yeah. PhD. Um, you're enjoying your family. You know, I think that we can go back to the month of May and the fact that the three of us, along with a lot of other family members, got an opportunity to get together and and have some fun on a girls' trip. And there were 11 of us who dropped everything and spent three, four, three, four days, whatever it was, together in Utah. And we laughed. We cooked. We just, there were no disagreements. We hiked. We, I felt like everybody was there then, like we were all right there without thinking about any of the outside things. And how fun was that? Mm-hmm. And I think you're right. I think part of it for me towards the end here was just, we've been, we've been on this little bit of an island, our little family, and we haven't seen people and you get used to just doing all the things independent without help really. And, um, it takes a toll after a while and then you don't know how to have help again or you like, it just takes a long time to unwind a little bit. And so I'm just in that part of unwinding and, and trying to get balanced again, if that's possible as a woman. (laughs) You had a lot, you had a lot though. I mean, I, when I think about the stress you had with school and family at the end of the school year, that was a lot. And you were trying to run you were trying to keep the, you know, your dog happy. <laughs> it was a lot. So I, my advice to you is right now, just enjoy some time mm-hmm. to just be where you're at. And, and you've got to have that family time now. And now here you are just back where you are and being mindful of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it'll be interesting with the pandemic kind of unpandemicking <laughs> our lives <laughs> that's a word I think it is, is there anything you anything you would change or have changed I I'm noticing now because we're getting together with friends more uh, we are I'm enjoying the people more you know mm-hmm. maybe that I took for granted before I'm really enjoying so we had a, a team gathering for my work team for the first time in a year and three months last week and I think I didn't realize how much I missed those people and most of them are younger oh, no they're all well no they're not all younger but most of them are younger than me and are there young dads and and moms and we had so much fun and we laughed and we just took the and while I was there in the past I would have been thinking oh I need to get home because I need to do this and I need to do that and I think for me it helps to just say oh, I'm here now and this is really fun. Or spending time with friends that I haven't really spent any time with. It's really, I'm enjoying that more, I think. Mm -hmm. I think I missed people way more than I realized that I did. I thought I was okay, but I don't think I was okay. I think I need, I need people, Mm -hmm. period. That's all there is to it. I need people. I'm going to continue to order groceries online. (laughs) <laughs> I think that was one of the great things of the pandemic was meal planning and then ordering my groceries and not spending time frustrated in a grocery store. I'm, I'm, I'm staying with that one too. 
I was doing that before the pandemic. Yes. <laughs> yeah, you're way ahead of your time. I have one question for you too, Sarah. So when we came to Utah, we had a great time. We ate all the food, and then we went out to eat and ordered more food. And then we left that food with Travis, with your husband. Did he eat all the food? What happened with that food? <laughs> um, yep, he got rid of it. <laughs> there you go. Because <laughs> we enjoyed the leftover alcoholic beverages as well for a while. <laughs> so thanks. <laughs> perfect. Perfect. All right. Well, so what? It, what are you loving right now? I'm loving the sunshine. It has been too hot here. We need some rain. Did get a little bit that we're very thankful for, but it's just nice to just sit outside at night and, and not try to worry about the activities inside. Um, we got a trampoline while we were in Utah, so I have been podcasting out to that yet. I Seth found one on sale when I was there and shockingly called and asked if he if I thought that would be okay thing to do. And our it has a cage. We're also fulfilling some, um, um, uh, oh, I always forget the word, some, um, our parents, our parents gave us some real, uh, wanting when we were children, wanting a trampoline and they would never let us have them. So, so we got one kind of for ourselves and it gets (laughs) jumped on pretty much daily and it's awesome. So the girls are tired at night and loving Mm -hmm. summer that doesn't last long enough. Yeah, I'm loving. It's also very hot here, and and uh, it's been nice to just sit outside and let Hayden go between a water table and a sandbox and get super dirty and need to have a bath about every day. But um, I've also been trying to let myself re- read and relax and pound out some reading goals of mine. And, yeah, just learning how to relax has been fun. How about you, Judy? I am loving reading, too, this summer. I'm loving... I love summer. I don't care how hot it is. I love summer. And so I've been golfing, and I've been reading, and I've been biking, and I've been running, and just having the opportunity to go outside for walks, just get them in. I think I'm on day 820 or 800 and... I don't know, something of exercising every day. And last week, I almost quit. I almost thought... You know, I just think I'm not going to do anything today. It was getting to be 9 o'clock, and I thought, no, I'm going to do some yoga. And so mm-hmm. I did some lovely nighttime yoga, and I, every time I do it, I say, why don't I do this every day? But I, I love, love, love summer, and that's, mm-hmm. that's my favorite thing. So right now I'm enjoying the heat, and I'm loving that we're coming out of this pandemic and there's starting to be more people about and seeing people's smiles. I, I just love a good smile, and I'm, I appreciate that that's all coming back. That's, mm-hmm. that's a good thing. Uh, I've been reading a Kara Babine, Karen Babine book. She has a couple of books out. Um, those are good. She's a Minnesota writer and was a, a college professor at Concordia in Moorhead. And All the Wild Hungers is one of them, and that was really good. And then now I'm reading a book, her second book, or probably her first book, and it's about northern Minnesota. And it's essays, and it's just really lovely writing. So I'm I'm really enjoying that, too. I'm working on a code name, Helene. I don't remember. Ariel something. And I'm really enjoying that one. It's, yeah. Is that about natives? No, it's about a female um, 
I don't know if you want to call her spy or undercover agent kind of a person that helps out during the Nazi invasion. Oh. And she's just kind of a bad mother trucker. And <laughs> it's really fun to read about a woman who's powerful and feisty and gets things done. <laughs> so <clears throat> I re- I would recommend it. So her code name, yeah, code name Helene, because she has different like identities as this undercover person. So also Louise Erdrich, who is a Minneapolis writer, just won a Pulitzer Prize for The Night Watchman. And it's a kind of a hard one to read, but it's good. I liked it a lot. And then I just finished Trevor Noah. I listened to that Trevor Noah, Born a Crime. Recommend that one as well. That's a good listen to book. Mm-hmm. So. All right. Well, are we ready to put a wrap on it for today? We we did it. We got together last minute and we're able to do a little bit of talking about goal setting and we hope to be back again this summer. We don't know when. It just happens when it happens when we get a chance to get here. All right. Well, this is Unpredictable and we are a goal setting group. This is episode 110. Thank you for joining us. And again, we hope to get back here a little bit more regularly. So have a great day.